Potter Who Cast. Hello and welcome to Potter Who Cast. We're talking about Doctor Who, Torchwood, Sarah Jane Adventures, K9 class, all the rest. I'm clicking again, I shouldn't be clicking. Um Yeah, thank you. Hello, welcome. Um you know who I am. <laughs> you who know are you? who I am. You know who I am. Um Toby. I'm, I'm I'm some some may call me David, some may call me uh the beast, some may call me uh drinker of Comoris Spring Irish Stillwater. Um favorite of, of mine for editing things out. Um because I make a lot of noise with that. Uh who is possessing the other mic today? I am Michelle and the beast will rise from his pit and stuff. I wish I wrote down the entire sentence. You got it close enough. It's it's probably it's probably verbatim what it is anyway. Um so today we're talking about the impossible planet yes. slash the Satan Pit. Or as I used to call it because I was a child with terrible Catholic uh guilt and horror. The sa- the Satan Pit because I didn't want to say Satan because I was scared that I would go to hell. Um mm. Mm. Uh, broadcast the 3rd and the 10th of June, 2006. So today is the, as of recording, recording this on the, who, what, 15th anniversary of the Satan Pit? Wow. I heard this aired in six, uh, the 6th of June of 2006. That I also heard, and that I think is just a mistake because I I checked BBC America and it broadcasts in December on BBC America, so I don't know what happened there. Um, what did broadcast on the sixth, the sixth, oh six, famously was the Omen two thousand six, but we're not talking about that today, um, nor will we ever talk about that. Um, mm-hmm. Haven't seen it. Can't imagine it's good. Can't or imagine it's we? bad either. Uh, who knows? Uh, I do. Anyway, uh, written and directed by two people we were talked about before. Um, directed by James Strong, who directed the Series 3 Dalek 2 parter. He directed Voyage of the Damned, uh, Partners in Crime, which is the Series 4 premiere. And the first special uh, of that David Tennant special run, Planet of the Dead. He also did two episodes of Tortured Series 1. And a lot of the first two seasons of Broadchurch, mm. uh, written by written by Matt Jones, who uh, wrote ver- some Virgin New Adventure novels, uh, script edited on Queer as Folk, and he also went on to write for Torchwood for an episode. But here's the thing: this is one mm-hmm. of those ones where you 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 peel like an onion, you peel back the layers, and you see there's more there to cry about or to enjoy um this was one of those things where russell t davies said i rewrote so much of this i should have credit as a co-writer um to the point where if you watch like the doctor's wife you'll see the ood or said it's like the ood created by russell t davies instead of saying created by matt jones because so much of this is russell t davies coming in and saying okay this isn't working. I'll add this in. I'll add that in. Uh, one thing he took out was a dream sequence involving Mickey and Jackie, 
Um, I'm not sure what it entailed, but he, he said it, was, it wasn't working, so he took it out. Uh, anyway, so the gist of this, the Doctor and Rose fight the devil on a planet orbiting a black hole, and then uh, they send the planet and the devil into the black hole and escape. And that's, that's the gist of this one. I mean, the best, the basic way you can describe this one is like this. The first half is Event Horizon. The second half is Aliens. And that's it. Like, that's and, what the yeah. story is. Um, doesn't really do either of them very well, I would say. But it, I, it's, I would it's say, an interesting one. I would say it does Event Horizon okay. It's like a yeah. PG, low-budget Event Horizon. But the second part, like, absolutely falls apart to me. It's just... I, I, yeah, I think the problem is that it's a weird, weird problem to have. Is that it just it for an episode involving the the devil taking over, uh, this whole, like a, a whole base and a commentary on uh, capitalism and like slavery and all this stuff. It's just very boring and very bland um, for what it could have been, especially like, like I think. I think it like as a two-parter, it moves fairly well, but whenever it comes back to Toby and does the whole like Toby, Toby, or like the whole thing of like Toby is possessed, then he's seemingly not possessed, then he's possessed again, then he's not possessed, it kind of kind of drags a lot whenever it kind of has to go back to the whole devil stuff, which is very strange for the story that is ostensibly about. What the devil were real and causing mischief and mayhem on a spaceship. I almost um, wish yeah. they settled on an answer because the they don't, you know, they're like, is he the devil or is he not the devil? It's like, yeah, you know, you don't know. Eh, 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 uh, uh, uh. We don't know. Um, I almost wish they settled on an answer because the, the final, it, it just ends with David Tennant renting at a CGI monster, you know. It's like it, it didn't feel like the ending that they were setting up with the beginning. Yeah, oddly enough, he feels very sidelined in this story, Tenant, because like he's he he's either hanging around with Rose or he's off on the venture with Ida Scott. Um or he's I said ranting at, at, at a CG green screen. And then He's kind of, it's a, it's a it's a lot more Rose centric than I realized, but even then, it doesn't feel like it really does anything with Rose beyond setting up the finale in a couple of weeks' time. And not um, even that, because yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it, <laughs> because it says like you will die, and then he, but he says you will die here, so it's like, eh, eh, is it a setup or is it not a setup? I, f- I feel like it's interesting to mention Ida Scott because I liked all the side characters on this. I felt like the the first half did a great job of like setting up who all these side characters are, and so in the second half when they die, it's like a it's like a not like a cool moment, but it it's more effective than if you, they just died, you know. It helps. It helps as well that they're played by people like Sean Parks, who if you haven't seen Small Axe, he is in Mangrove and he's absolutely incredible in Mangrove. Um, and you have Ida Scott, who I can I, I I knew her name and it's gone in my head, but she's really great in uh, Secrets and Lies, the Mike Lee film. 
she was really good and i was like she was so good i was like why can we get her as a companion you know chibnall if you're listening you like to bring stuff back from this era bring out scott back no she really worked as a companion i really like the scene where she's talking with the doctor and the doctor's like what do you believe in and she's like yeah i don't know i believe in this and that the second half of the episode it touches on this these subjects of like belief and like faith and all that that the first half doesn't really set up and so it's kind of um how to say it's kind of like half baked but the half that's baked is really well baked so it doesn't come across as as weak as it could have you know yeah i was gonna say that they're they're bringing back um sean parks as uh, Zachary cross cross flame whatever for torch torchwood uh, big finish stuff, so they the are? door isn't closed. Yeah, the door isn't closed to Ida Scott being a companion. Um, yeah, I I feel like weirdly enough, and th- this is probably a half baked point in itself, but there's not really feel like it doesn't really feel like there's stakes involved. It's just like okay, well the devil could escape. What's he gonna do? He's in this body. Um, He's not really threatened to do much of anything beyond escape in this human form. Um, I don't know. It, it's. I think the the I think the best part of this episode, um, beyond I think the older and interesting idea that much like Doctor Who always does, they don't really touch on the implications of it that much beyond kind of the the end where you get that really really. A horrifying shot of the Ood terrified in the corridor as the plants going to the black hole makes you feel really sad. And then it's kind of like, oh yeah, well, you know, we'll we'll list the Ood off, but that's about as far as we'll go in terms of actual commentary on who the Ood are and what they represent as a whole. But the best part of this episode, I think, is Murray Gold's score. Um, especially that kind of like not like the kind of electric violin sound he brings to kind of main theme of whatever you want to call it, like the, the beast theme or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, I think that, I think that the music, I think this is probably his best music for the show beyond. I know you love, um, song for 10. Oh, even well, though, I yeah. woke up today. Of course. Um, I love any I, song that starts with, well, <laughs> I woke up today. Um, and the other song, which he kind of ripped off, off of an actual song, um, we'll we'll talk about that. Well, will we talk about that? No, we won't talk about that until which, series three. Series three. We gotta. You gotta wait until love. I I've series got love three. don't don't roam in my yeah. head. Uh, series three. Yeah. Each episode of series three, I'll sing one lyric from Love Don't Roam. That that'll be uh, that'll be a good thing. Um, and what now? Watch me not do it like some kind yeah. of coward hotspot. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's just one of those episodes where it's like, you know, it, it, it as like you kind of think Doctor Who doing cosmic horror would be, you know, this incredible thing. But they're kind of hamstring as well. But like one, as we were saying, like the fact that this is so heavily rewritten, you can kind of tell that like there's two writers in conversation throughout this thing, and neither one settle on what they should be presenting as as a whole. But also the limitations of budget and what they like so much money went into the 
beast itself that they can't really, you know, go all out and anything else. So they're kind of stuck with tenants in a, a cave yelling at um, a green screen. Um, but yeah, I, I think uh, as a whole, it's not the best. It's not the worst. It's kind of one of those ones like, um, uh, I don't know, like a Father's Day or um, whatever, where it's like, you can watch it and be like, oh, that, that's fine. But you're not going to be like, this is the greatest thing of all time. I also think I agree with you. And to me, it kind of goes a little bit back to the Ood, where the Ood, again, the first half sets up the Ood as like, there's this character who specifically like refers to them as a slave race, calls them like cattle. Rose calls it, calls them, calls them out on it. Um, Rose tries to connect with the Ood. It, you kind of feel like there's going to be a scene in the second part where Rose connects with the Ood, you know, or, or figures something out or, or something like that. And then that doesn't happen. But you do get a little scene where their racism against the Ood, I don't know if that's the word, their prejudice against the Ood kind of comes back to bite them in the butt because they're like, oh, the computer doesn't register register them as life forms, so we don't know where they are. And I was like, that's a cool idea. Do you want to develop that more episode? No? Oh, that's it? Okay. Oh, that's it. All right. Uh, moving on. I mean, they have to spend a lot of time saying that the fact that the, the devil is in the Doctor Who universe, and then... Again, I just wish they would settle on the answer, you know? Even if it's like a shitty answer, like, actually, he's not the devil. Because it, the, I feel like the obvious answer would be like, he's not the devil, but the de- the idea of the devil inspired him, or he's not the devil, but he's using the idea of the devil as a basis for, for as, a, as a way to escape this place, as like an inspiration to escape this place. Because like when he says, which when the doctor's like, which devil are you? And he says, I'm all of them. I almost wanted the doctor to be like, that's kind of convenient, isn't it? Like... You're all of them. It sounds to me like you're making this up or something. But no, they just kind of, they like, they just exist in this middle area where, and they try to make a connection at the end where they're like, where the doctor's like, I don't want to know because they, I know everything. I might as well stop or something like that, you know? And it's Mm -hmm. like, okay, I guess. I do wonder if anything had to come with. If, I do wonder if any of that came from them, like the BBC, kind of being like, "I don't know if we should explicitly say the devil was real in case people get annoyed with us." But I also feel like at the end of the day, they're never going to touch on the devil again. Yeah. So, they, yeah. Um, you know what this reminded me of? For two uh, reasons, this felt like one of the most classic Who stories. Both because it's a base under siege, right? And they really make a meal out of, like, the probably four sets they had. Like, <laughs> they really make a meal out of this and really make this seem like an expensive base. But also, the idea of the Doctor renting at the Devil feels to me like something from Classic Who. Uh, I've seen some episodes of Classic Who. You've told me to watch some episodes of Classic Who. I saw Ghostlight, and if you, if you told me, yeah, the episode after Ghostlight... The Seventh Doctor rants at the devil. I'd be like, that seems like something the Seventh Doctor would do. You know? It it felt like the most classic episode so far. Including the... 
the the pay the weird pacing sometimes and the ideas that get raised up and then dropped for no reason. Uh, do you think um the this is going to be day hit by the time it comes up? The Conjuring Three, the Devil made me do it. Do you think that um the devil and that's the same devil as this, or do you think it's a different I mean, devil? It's, it's all it's the same. It's all the devils. All well, the I mean, devils. Yeah, they did cast an Ood in that one as well, so I think. I you know who the Ood reminded me of? By the way, who? first of all, the Ood, very clever design, very simple, very elegant, works perfectly. The little ball coming out of their tentacles is like instantly iconic. Like you can tell why this became one of the big creatures of the new series. Absolutely makes sense. Um, the Ood reminded me a lot of. Have you ever played Half Life? I haven't. No. Or Half-Life I'm 2. Not, so in Half-Life 2, I'm there's a, this I'm race. A nerd, I'm a nerd. <laughs> in Half-Life 2, there's this race of um of like um of creatures called the Vortigons. And they have a high hive mind, much like the Ood. And they're made to work for like this bigger, evil or alien empire, much like the Ood. And a lot of their mannerisms or the way they refer to humans or the way they act around humans or the, and the way humans act around them reminded me a lot of the Ood, even though it's not exactly the same. Like, they don't communicate for the little ball and all that. It was just like a, a funny thing to think of, you know? Did you know as, as well, um, Time Lord Victorious, which by this point has been and gone, um, one of the characters in that, which is the big overarching multimedia story that BBC tried to do recently. One of the big characters in that is called Brian the Ood, and he's an assassin, and he wears God. a tuxedo, and he has a gun. Um, it's very strange. Um, Wait, you can, can you please it. explain to me what Time Lord Victorious is? It's basically, it's like, what if... It's it's some like weird... I, I Peter would know, because Peter, Peter is very clear on all this stuff, but what he's told me, and what I picked up myself... Is that it's basically like the beings that invented death in the Doctor Who universe come back or something? What? And then the beings, like the the, the gods or whatever, who invented the concept of death, uh huh, come back or something like that, or like they threaten the universe again. It's some weird thing like that. And then you can you have like five or six different strands of like books, comics. Um, the Brian the Ood one is on a t-shirt, so you have a glow-in-the-dark t-shirt that has lore written on it in glow-in-the-dark ink that you do, that you light up and you read. Um, Fuck off. Sorry, not, I had to, I had to say that. I'm, not <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to say that. Fuck off. Sorry. I'm sorry, um, whoever made this, yeah. clearly, they're probably really smart, but I just gotta say, <laughs> fuck off, please. It's, you it's put, you put, You're telling me, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, that yeah, is just, it's, it's, I can't, I can't. <laughs> They put lore on a T-shirt. They put lore on a T-shirt. Do you guys um, want to be made fun of? Is that is that like? Do you want Doctor Who to be like made fun of? Come on, don't do that. Sorry, I'll stop. I'll stop. I'll stop. It's it's just this whole like it's this big overarching story where like you can read one, you can read like the books and you get like a whole story, and you can read like the comics, you get like, another another story. We'll be covered it in like twenty fifty nine. That's that's on the list. Of I would like, yeah. We this is our Patreon. Uh, us reading the books. Honestly, I want you meet 
really quick tip, everyone. Find someone like David and tell that person, all right, tell me which classic episode to watch. Because David has told me to watch some really fun ones. It's very entertaining. Um, Spearhead from Space, though, kind of slow. You should watch Terror of the Autons next, which is the sequel, which introduces the Master as well. I still um, haven't watched um, the one you told me to watch, the most recent one. What was it called? It was the second the Doctor one? Oh, the Mind Robber, yeah. Um, it's waiting yeah, for me. I'll yeah. watch it. That's You might find that one slow as well, but it's 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 very interesting. Um, right, back, back to the Impossible Planet, yes. Yeah. Oh, I don't really have anything else to add beyond uh, that uh, there are more I, I have s- movies, so, so you want to check them out as well. I have some little notes. No, go ahead, uh, I like the way this opens, where they're like, we're in imminent danger, and then they laugh, which is like... Yeah, this is continuing that Fred that the season is setting up that the Doctor and Rose think they're invincible and nothing is ever going to destroy them. And I hope that doesn't come back to bite them in the ass. Anyway, uh, I very much enjoy the fact that like this is not an evil base, that these people are just here because it's here and they want to figure out what it is. And the Doctor is rightfully proud of them. Like I like the moment where he's like, can I hug you guys? Because... Of, because you're just here to explore it. You're not here to exploit. You're not here to... I mean, there is a bit of a hint that maybe some people might want to exploit this. But, like, in general, this whole crew is not here to exploit. They're not evil. They're not unwittingly evil. They're just here to explore, and the Doctor very much enjoys that. And I like that. I thought that was very nice. Yeah, it's fun. It's cute. I think they are torture, I think, as well. Um yeah, because he mentions the Torchwood Archive. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Which, oh, it's come up a lot recently. It's come up a lot recently. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what it actually is about, Torchwood. Yeah, we um, don't know what Torchwood yeah. is about. You're right. I've never heard of that word before. What, what about Coward Hotspot? Have you heard that word before? Um, no. I, 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 yeah. yeah, I don't know. Anyway, um, I do think the way this ends is kind of silly, too. Um, the whole, like, Toby just absolutely gives up on <laughs> pretending to be like, why would he not? If the beast is so smart, why would he not be like, what the hell are you talking about, Rose? Wait, Rose is the one that's being possessed and something like that. Like, Toby just gives up. Absolutely. Toby is like, ah, I'm almost there. Ah, fuck it. Whatever. <laughs> so we can do the game if you want, because I'm, I'm out, of, uh, out of notes. Okay, let's play the game. Okay, so this is uh, you might you might go to ace this one because this is is this it ace? on the fly. No, it's uh, true or false. Um, so I have one, two, three, four, five, six bits of trivia about these two, uh, and you have to guess which one's real. Oh, no, sorry, guess which which one's fake. One is fake. Five of them are real. So I'll go through them now. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. So the big speech uh, in front of the green screen, the I've seen real gods and fake gods stuff, uh, was shot in 15 minutes because they didn't have time anymore. So they shot it, 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 it did in one take. So that's one take you're seeing of that speech because they couldn't mm. uh, schedule anything else. Okay, so that's one. Okay. Um, so okay, two. so the first one, okay. 15 so minutes, oh, yeah. all right. Yeah, 
Second, so number two, briefly mooted as someone who will be in the pit when they couldn't figure out who would be in the pit were the master and Davros. Oh no, that's okay. Keep going. It's three. Um, this was almost broadcast as one uh, episode, two parts put together into one kind of awkwardly put together episode because the BBC realised that the second pit would, would air, well, both episodes would air the week of 6606, and they didn't want to contribute to uh, tabloid scaremongering or anything like that, and it thought it'd be a bit controversial, so they said, well, maybe if we put this into one episode and then push it back, it will be be clear and easy. So that that's, what, that's three? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Four, uh, the talk of Thane were almost in this episode. Oh, come on, Russell. <laughs> Every season he wants to use them. <laughs> um, so I'm just imagining fine. Julie Garner sitting down. <laughs> she's like, all right, what are these for this season? She's like, get this, the talk of Thane. <laughs> uh, five. The original idea was to have Raxacork or Falpatorians on board as a slave race rather than the Ood. And then the Ood came about as an idea that he used instead. So that would have been like the Slovenes race instead of the, the Ood. Um, mm-hmm. And six, to save money, they briefly considered having the beast be a creepy little child instead of a giant monster. Okay. I'm going to go. Okay. I'm going to go piece by piece. All right. The Taco Fane one is absolutely true because. He does not give up with those guys. It the creepy little, creepy little child one. I'm gonna say yes because that seems like something they would do to save money. The episode being pushed back to avoid six six six. Push back and edited together into one. I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say no. Um, because that would be very, that'd be diminishing like two episodes to one. That'd be very complicated. Shot in fifteen minutes. I'm going to say yes. Just because I'm going to say that the Master one and the Davros one was no, because that's too silly. <laughs> okay, so and, 15 and minutes. Last, yeah. yeah. What's so, the last one? The last one is it was going to be Raxacor with Alabatorians. Oh, I'll, I'll say yes. I'll say yes. I want to. True, okay. true. So there's only one fake answer in there. Um, and that is the one about them editing together into one episode. No. Uh, to, yeah, so they did briefly... Well, I, I don't know what the source is, but the whole the story's always been that, like, they couldn't figure it out. So I said, well, if it's Davros at the bottom of the pit, and then he opens it up, no. and Davros is just down there. Um, But yeah, that's... You know what? You know what? The master at the bottom of the pit? Stupid, but... Kind of works. Yeah, yeah, that he would be pretending to be the devil. It kind of works, right? You can kind of see it. Yeah. Um, it would take Davros a lot of work, really. but... Davros, not. Davros doesn't work, but the master works. Oh, I don't know. Um, but yeah, that's that's that. Um, if you want to hear... So if you want to hear about um, the best episodes of the X-Files, you can listen to it. Uh, what? Actually, you know what? Actually, I want to do that. So, could you tell me if I want to listen to, like, say, the best episodes of the X Files, just the essential ones? Yes, you can. You can check out 
the podcast condensed truth and essential X-Files podcasts, breaking down the essential episodes of the X-File. Or if you want to do that for Scooby-Doo, you can listen to Heavy Metal. Or if you want to find out more about the history and the interesting factoids about the MTV Movie Awards. Or if you want to listen to some people talk about Full Metal Alchemist. You can find all these podcasts and more at FriendlyMush.com, Friendly Mushroom Productions. These are all the podcasts available for you there. Full Metal Analysts, Potter Who Cast, Heavy Metal, Condensed Roof, and the brand new podcast, Past the Golden Popcorn. Well, it won't be brand new when we... Oh, it won't, yeah, of course. Sorry. Damn it. <laughs> um, yeah, look, we're like, we're like tennis. You know, you're, you're, you're going back in time. I don't know if Tennis got nominated for any MTV music, Movie Awards. MTV Movie Awards, not Music Awards, but who knows? Uh, next time. You're some sort of absorbathon, an absorbling, an absorbalof. Uh, thank you. Do you have anything you want to add before we? The beast is hungry. Head off. Yum yum yum. Feed the beast with starring David uh, Schwimmer. As... Uh, yes, we 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 do. We do like David Schumer, apparently. Um, but yeah, thank you. And uh, who? We were on a beast. Lock the gates. <laughs>